Hello, this is William Fink, and this is Christogonia Saturdays. Today is Saturday, November 5th, 2016. This program will be subtitled Political Devices, Messages for a Post-Election Nationalism. I thought that Mark Downey and I talked politics to death here last week, but I just can't seem to avoid further conversation. We published the latest Saxon Messenger at Christagenia just a few days ago, with the U.S. presidential election now being only days away. The editorial, entitled Political Devices, was really only an introduction to the rest of the issue. With the exception of a few related items, this issue is a collection of articles written by myself over the past several years, primarily at least, that is one article in there from Kinsman Redeemer. And all of these articles were aimed at illustrating the futility of the concept that our white race and what is left of a Christian society can survive the challenges which it faces in these last days through political means. There is no political solution. We professed that many years ago, and we continue to stand by that profession today. But we are not trying to dissuade anyone from fighting for what is right in the public arena. And on the surface, it seems that a Trump presidency may be better for whites than seeing that Bolshevik hag, the Wicked Witch, also known as Hillary Clinton, sit in the White House for four or eight years longer than she already has. This is especially true since it may well be that Donald Trump is the last apparently white man who may ever have a chance of winning the American presidency. But on the other hand, we remember the hope that people had in another liberal-turned-conservative Republican, Ronald Reagan, who greatly magnified the imperial American armies, and among other things, had opened up the trade spigots with China, thereby flushing American manufacturing into the Yellow River. So the great conservative was, as it turned out, only great for the objectives of world Jewry. It is very similar. It is with very similar suspicions that we said over a year ago that Donald Trump exists only to make white nationalists look stupid. Here we will qualify that remark. He will make white nationalists look stupid if they place their hope for the future of white America in him and they will deserve their fate. Donald Trump is really no friend of whites, as his record and the lives of his children prove doubly and triple. He is just another globalist, universalist businessman, in spite of his outside-the-beltway perspectives on certain issues. But on the other hand, if whites support Trump, only because it defeats the Wicked Witch, and because it helps to further balkanize the nation by alienating many of the Jews and most other non-whites from whites, then that's a good reason to do so. We have no political solution, but perhaps we can and should use the political process as a device to do as many in the so-called alt-right have been trying to do, which is to red-pill fellow whites who are finally waking up to racial realities when they observe the behavior of non-whites and Jews in this election cycle. 
So we can use politics as a tool, but we should never, ever view politics as a source of hope. That is because, as we have already said somewhere in these pages, Donald Trump will do one of three things. He will sell out and renege on all of the promises that he has made, which are actually in white interests, or he will invite a war trying to keep them, or trying to keep them and insisting on keeping them, he may be assassinated. That is because the international Jews, who currently control all of the world, are not going to wind back any of their globalist and progressive agenda. They are not going to wind back any of the Marxist agenda they have advanced inside of every Western nation. And they are not going to cede any of their political, economic, and social power without a fight. That fight is inevitable. And when it finally does happen, it will be unlike any other fight which has yet been seen in history. Therefore, while we would like to see this election result as the start of that Armageddon, which the so-called red-pilled whites everywhere have been hoping for, we rather tend to believe that Trump will probably follow the route of compromise instead, keeping his head and disappointing all of his white nationalist and alt-right supporters. But for us, that too will only be a blessing, because if Trump turns out to be the dud that we suspect, as he has always been surrounded by a kosher cadre of creditors, employees, advisors, and relative-in-laws, then perhaps all of those whites who claim to be red-pilled will finally come to realize that the only solution is the final solution. There is another problem. There is another possibility that Trump pushes to keep his campaign promises and gets weighed down by Congress and the courts so as to be presented, prevented, and he does not get shot. But that situation would serve to continually expose the party politicians in Washington as the shills that they are. And it is unlikely that such an atmosphere would be allowed to continue for long. In any event, that also leads us back to our inevitable conclusion that there is no political solution. And finally, on the other hand, if the media lies succeed once again, and if the Wicked Witch wins the election instead, it is inevitable that those same whites will have to eventually come to that same conclusion. So regardless of who actually wins the election, whites will be even further disenfranchised, and hopefully they shall finally come to the only correct conclusion that we as a race have no political solution against Jewish world domination. We are only afraid that in a Clinton presidency, Whites will fall back into the state of apathy and bitterness to which they are all too accustomed. And if Trump wins, but the niggers do not have massive chimp outs, or the people are not further divided along racial lines, then whites will once again fall into a state of complacency, where red pills may as well be sleeping pills. If whites do these things... Rather than proactively seek out what we identity Christians understand to be the only solution, 
then we are in for a lot of torment and we will be reduced to a much smaller remnant than we may even imagine. What we seek is for whites to come to the realization that there is no hope in man, but only in God. Of course, we do not speak of the false God of the Judaized churches, but of the true God of the Christian Bible, the God who hates the Jews. White nationalism is not a solution. Christian nationalism, Christian identity nationalism, which only includes whites, is the only solution. Without a common God and a common morality, whites can have nothing in common. And having nothing in common, they will forever be divided and manipulated by the devils who are opposed to all things godly, manipulated by the Jews. After the politics fails, we do not want to sit around saying, I told you so. Rather, we are having this discussion this evening before the direction of the nation is decided so that we can say, I'm telling you so before and after the election. In that respect, the purpose of this discussion is not really to talk politics, but to help identity Christians formulate a clear message for the post-election future. So this evening we have both Sven Longshanks and Brother Ryan to help us with our discussion, and hopefully some other friends whom we have asked will also be able to contribute, but somehow I, I don't know if they'll show up. While these men often seem to have divergent views on how Christians should approach politics, they agree on far more than whatever differences may be apparent. Hello, Brother Ryan, and, and hello, Sven Longshanks. Thank you for joining me this evening. Thank you for having us. Hi, Bill. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's an honour to um, be on the show with you and with uh, Brother Ryan here. Um, I must, I must admit, I, I do find that a little, that view a little bit pessimistic. I, I've, I've felt um, more hopeful than I have done for a long time with um, this, this election and the things that Donald Trump has said. I know he's not, um, he's not the new Hitler. He's, he's not perfect, but we don't live in a perfect world. We live in a in a corrupted world, and I feel like, you know, a starving man has been handed a morsel of bread, and we shouldn't be saying, well, we're not having it unless you hand us caviar. You know, I, I see Donald Trump as being like a, a gift from God, really. He's woken so many people up. Just today, I've just been told that someone's been trolling the um, the Donald Trump YouTubes, and, and one in ten of the people in there is Jew-wise. That wouldn't have happened uh, last year. The subjects that he's brought up, saying about building the wall, we've got, we've got to stop the Muslims coming in, uh, getting rid of political correctness. His speech last week, where he condemned globalism, condemned the bankers that were behind it, that were behind the immigration, behind the invasion, and, and saying that if you speak about these things, you get accused of being a racist, or a homophobe, or, or a sexist, or morally degenerate. I mean, music to my ears, really. I, I, I think it's, um, I think it's really good. I think he's a gift from God, to be honest. I do think he's a, he's a gift from God. It's, it's very positive that, that we've been given him. And the, the way that I look at it is we, we've had, you know, for a long time people have been saying, well, the more it gets worse, the more trouble we get, the more people are going to come to white nationalism. But they haven't really. They, they haven't come to white nationalism. Now that things have got worse, but we've got, um, 
Trump there, if he just puts in place some of his policies, people are going to see how much better it is without all these Mexicans coming in, how much better it is without all these Muslims coming in, and they're going to want more. They're going to want more nationalism. And I think that's what the Jews are really afraid of. And the other thing is, is the Jews really are terrified of him. They've, they've really showed their face, basically. Every time he's, he's, he's condemned, uh, globalism or, or condemned the Muslims, condemned the banks, They've shrieked that it's anti-Semitism and, and he's an anti-Semite. And of course, that just exposes them as being the ones behind all of this to everyone. And, and the alt-right have, um, you know, done some amazing work at, at trolling, uh, these, these news organizations with fake news stories and, and, uh, exposing them on Twitter. And then on the top of, on the other side of that, we've had this Brexit this year where 17 million British people voted for nationalism that's that's being held up now but that doesn't that doesn't stop the fact that all the people voted for that and and since then we've seen a wave of patriotism in britain and you you're seeing a wave of patriotism over there in america now i agree with you that politics isn't the solution we live in a we do live in a corrupt world you know this the solution is christ but we won't get christ until christ comes and uh, you know I, I think we should be thankful for for what we do get given and and support it and take it you know like if you get given an opportunity you you should take that opportunity not not think oh well it's not it's not good enough it's it's not perfect enough i think we should take every opportunity that we have so i agree with you that politics aren't the final solution and that trump isn't isn't the savior but at the same time you know he he it is a step in the right direction a really big step in the right direction from from what from what I can see of it, that's um, my opinion on it. And I know that um, Brother Ryan has a has a different opinion on it. Um, so I'll, I'll pass it pass it over to Ryan now. Well, I certainly understand where you're coming from with that line of thinking, Sven, and it is a logical. It seems very logical to think that. I disagree with you. The super rich Jews are not scared of Trump because they know they've got him. He would not have the fortune he has if it weren't for the Jews. We know that both of his, he has sacrificed both his son and his daughter upon the Canaanite altar of the Jews. We know that. We know that he is a Zionist through and through. Now when people tell me they, they like some of the things that he has said, the problem is, is which Trump are you listening to? The Trump of 2004, who said that the economy was better under Democrats? The Trump of the 1980s and 90s, who was friends with the, the Clinton clan? Um, the, the Trump that was pro-abortion? The Trump that was pro-gun control? Which Trump are you listening to that you like? That's my question to my fellow racially awake um, whites that are Trump supporters. Now, I, you know, the one thing, and I discussed this with, uh, with you and, and Bill earlier today when we were Skyping, um, Bill and I, people like Bill and I are going to really catch it if Hillary Clinton gets the election. We're going to get blamed for getting people to not vote or encouraging people not to vote for Trump. And, uh, which, you know, again, I don't even, you know, it's not like a big chunk of white folks listen to, uh, us on the, well, you can say we're marginalized or you can say we're on the cutting edge. I think that people like Bill and I, uh, are, are on the cutting edge and that we're a leading edge heading in a direction and that people that are on the cutting edge or this, or the very tip of a spear point of a, of a new thing, of a new movement, of a new, dare I say, enlightenment, they're usually, you know, are marginalized. They're not followed and, and listened to much at first. 
uh, the Pathfinders are always going to be considered the outcasts at first. I believe, you know, Adolf Hitler was, you know, there's, um, suppose he, he said, he wrote that, that after his death, the, the people would see that he was right and his spirit would rise from the grave. And I believe at some point that people are going to begin to understand what the true message of Christian identity is. It's more than just understanding your racial history and connection to the biblical Israelites. It's understanding what that means. We are a race of 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 gods as it says in psalms as jesus cited and quoted we the adamites the white race we carry the message of christian identity is not just that we're white and that the israelites of the bible are us and and all of that but that we have the adamic soul or adamic spirit we're a people a, a spirits with white bodies and when we begin to understand things and see things in in the in the for as they, as they really are, Sven, you said that, and this is a common argument I do hear from fellow uh, racially awake folks and Christian identities such as yourself that, and they mean well, and I understand why they're saying this because I used to say this, I used to believe this, and say, well, you know, it's great to to believe, you know, when Christ comes back things will be better and all that but in the meantime we've got to do this that and the other i'm one of those that used to believe that and say that until i revisited and re went back and literally reread the scriptures where christ said that the kingdom of god was among us within us in our midst and that all of creation is moaning for the manifestation of the sons of god and if the kingdom of god is already with us and in us and among us then it is and as christ said it is it is here, but it is not seen in this world. And Christian identity has to go forward and not just speak a racial message, but we must speak the, the spiritual meaning behind that. And I understand that those that don't believe in the Bible, they think the Bible's a Jewish book. I understand those that, that, uh, don't see things very spiritually. I understand that they see things only in a carnal way and that we've got to vote and we've got to do this and we've got to do that. And, and, and voting is out of fear. All politics is is fear and it's fear porn and it's the realm of the Jew. The Jew loves pornography. Most white nationalists and Christian identists know that Jews run the sexual pornography, but the Jews also run the media pornography. It's fear porn. Politics is based on fear. And I've had fellow Christian identists tell me, some that I've known for years, say, we've got to vote for Trump because we we, uh, we got to at least try to slow down things and buy us some time. And I'm thinking to myself, buy time for what? So your grandchildren would have to fight in some sort of revolution or live under, you know, worse tyranny than we have today? What, what, what is it that you're trying to do by voting for Trump? Now, your, your argument, Sven, is that the more people will see that, hey, some of these policies are good. My argument is Donald Trump, if he becomes president, and I hope he does, he, he will not implement any of these programs and then being the true psychopath that I've always accused him of being, he will always give the blame as the Congress in it, messing him up, won't build, help him build his wall properly, won't do this, won't do that. Donald Trump has always been, I hope I can say this on Christian Radio, a bullshit artist. That's all he's ever been is, 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 a, is, a, is a talker, a bullshit artist, a, a used car salesman, albeit, of course, a billionaire one. He's very, very good at what he does. He's He's got a golden tongue. There's no doubt about it. But he has told people a bunch of crap that the president can't even do. He told him he's going to do all these things that he can't, he wouldn't even have presidential authority to do. 
Could he not uh, use an executive order? Oh my goodness, is that what you really want, Sven? <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's what that's what they've that's what they've done done before. Can I just I, just before I pass it over to Bill, I just say you know you say that he's he's um, a billionaire and he's he's all in there with these Jews, but he would have to have been in there with the Jews and be a billionaire to get to the position that he's actually in, to be in a position to actually get voted in as president. The way the world is, he would have to have had contact with Jews. And and the, the biggest Jew of the lot, Sheldon, I forget his, his surname, he normally gives $50 million to the to the Republican candidate. He only gave $1 million to to Donald Trump just because out of tradition of him giving money to the to the Republican candidate. And if... If he doesn't carry through with uh, what he has said he's going to carry through with, then it's up to us to hold his feet to the fire. And I think you will see a revolution if he doesn't go through with what he has said that he's going to go through with. I think there will be trouble on the streets. I think you're going to see trouble on the streets anyway with the, if he gets in with, with the black civil rights. Once, then, that's what we want. That's why we're here. And in my mind, that's why we're here. So, so that whites realize when Donald Trump does nothing, because I'm sure Donald Trump will accomplish nothing, and, and I've been a rather careful observer of American politics since the Watergate trials and, and, and the, the, the plumbers, the Ellsberg case and, and all that back in the early 1970s, I read um, – Woodward and Bernstein's All the President's Men in, in 1974, 1975. I was just a teenager. I was barely out of grade school when I read that book. Uh, and, and David Halberstam's The Prom- the Powers That Be, but which even though David Halberstam's also a Jew, uh, I read this book about a Jew telling us how much control and influence the media has and how they manipulate public opinion. It, it's I've been watching these things for 30 years before I got involved in Christian identity. And and I'm not boasting, it's just, it's always been something that I've done with my life. I voted for Ronald Reagan, 1979, thinking that he was going to fix the country. And all he did was r- run it even quicker down the path to hell. And and it was the same, of course, with George Bush eight years later. And and you you're well aware of everything that's transpired since. And it took me 30 years of watching politics to realize that there's no political solution. That's what we, we, we have this offer of hope every two years in, in these congressional elections. And even when the so-called conservatives control all three branches of the American government, not one shred of the progressive agenda ever gets reversed. They keep all the ground they ever gained, no matter who's in office. Now, the executive order that the executive order issue came up. Executive orders are legitimate only within the government because they are presidential demands of how the executive branch enforces the law. And presidents have had a right to choose to enforce or not enforce laws ever since the country was founded. And the first president that I know of that really exercised that right was Andrew Jackson. When the Supreme Court made a court made a decision that he didn't like, and he just made a quip about, well, well I guess that, that they'll have to find somebody to enforce it. But because he wasn't going to enforce the law that he didn't like, and that's part of the American government. So, 
whether we like it or not, Obama can't create law, a president can't create law, but he can dictate to the federal agencies of the executive branch, which includes the armed services and all the law enforcement agencies, he can dictate to them what laws they're going to enforce and what laws they're not going to enforce. So Obama has refused to enforce most of our immigration laws, where Trump might enforce the immigration laws, but he sure as hell isn't going to start sending Mexicans back. He sure as hell isn't going to start sending sand niggers back. He's not going to do it, and he hasn't promised to do it. So we already have tens of millions of them in here, in this country. They're rapidly having children. And four years from now, or eight years from now, whites just aren't going to have the demographic that they need to elect a president. So this might be the last chance that an apparently white man gets elected. And, and of course... If we had a choice or if we cared about a choice, we would rather see that. Now, I would like to see Trump get elected. But I know, observing the American political scene for 40 years, I know that he's not going to be able to get anything done. He can issue his executive orders ordering the law enforcement agencies to enforce the currently existing immigration laws. That would be more effective than a wall. If they actually enforced the immigration laws that we had, that would be much more effective than any brick-and-mortar wall because corporations would, would, would actually suffer grievously if they hired illegal aliens. People would actually go to jail if they hired illegal aliens. And Clinton and Bush didn't really do that. So, so – we don't need new laws. We would only need a president that enforced the law. But even if a president enforced the law, none of the progressive agenda – will fags still get married in a Trump presidency? Yes, they will. Donald Trump was on stage just the other day waving a rainbow flag, LGBT, for, for, for Trump. He's no better than any other mainstream global businessman where he caters to every individual group and tells them all what they want to hear. He has been telling white America what they want to hear, and he's gotten very popular doing it. Will he actually be able to do any of that stuff? No, he won't do it. So we want whites to chimp out when he doesn't do it. That's why we're here, so that we could tell them Two or three years ago that we warned them, even before Trump got elected, that none of this was going to happen. So who are you going to put your faith in now? Well, if you want that to happen, then you need to encourage everyone to vote for Trump then, so that he gets the chance to uh, not do what he says he's going to do. I don't know if you saw his Gettysburg address. He outlined what he was going to do in the first hundred days, and getting rid of large portion of the Mexicans was was a big part of that, and exactly but how he was going to do it. Matter. It doesn't well, matter. He said he wasn't going to do that, and he did, wasn't going to be able to do that. Matter. But he outlined it. Doesn't it doesn't matter if Trump wins or if Clinton wins. It doesn't matter to me because the country's headed in the same direction regardless. Right. If Trump wins. Yeah, sure. He might slow immigration down. He might be able to do a few things through executive orders, but he's not going to reverse what we've already suffered. And the Mex 
Hopkins that are already here, they're going to keep having babies and having babies and having, and whites aren't multiplying at all. So we're going to lose the demographic regardless. The sooner, the sooner that whites realize that politics is hopeless, that they have to turn somewhere else, the better off we are. Well, I don't, I don't think it's either or. You know, you, you can take part in politics and vote for him, as well as be a Christian identist. I, you know, I don't see that he's being exclusive. You know, I think we should do all we can to improve the the situation that we're in. And I, I think that's a, a big part of it. I think Ryan was um, wanting to say something there. Well, I was just wondering uh, if Trump is going to have his signature series ties and clothing, if he's going to start having them manufactured in America in the next two or three years, <laughs> if he becomes president. That, that's just what I'm just wondering. <laughs> Hopefully. You know, he, he's such a hypocrite. He's so, his, you know, <laughs> Christ said by their fruits, you should know them. Fruits is action. By his actions, you would know Donald Trump. You know, his political campaigns and his, I'm going to build a wall, and everybody just, you know, basically has an orgasm. Oh, he's going to build a wall. Oh, he's going to bomb the shit out of Irish. ISIS. Now, that's his words. I would bomb the shit out of ISIS. Okay, all of that is rhetoric. Now, when he lays out these political plans of what he's going to do, that's all more smoke and mirrors and bullshit. But please, I hope to Yahweh God that Donald Trump does become president because when he don't deliver, I want to see what those who supported him and put all their hope in him, what they're going to say. Because I'm like Bill. I want to see the whites chimp out. That's what I want to see. I want whites, including you, Savan, who are so supportive of the political system and politician lying, lying dogs like Trump, when you see that you're never, ever, ever going to have any hope in one of them, then maybe you'll start looking for the true hope. Well, we might have that on its way in Britain, Ryan. You know, with, with the Brexit, we've just had three judges that have uh, stuck a spanner in the works and said that the government have to take a vote again. And uh, there's a lot of people really, really annoy annoyed about this. Uh, the, the the judges behind it, uh, one of them's a Jew. The the woman that actually brought this case forward is a mulatto. So there's a lot of anger a, a, against Jews and, and against uh, the invaders, basically, for taking out this court case. Uh, the, all the newspapers are calling them traitors and enemies of the state. And I think we could see civil rest here if, if that happens. I, I, do, I don't have faith in the political system. And this yep. brings me to just to, just to one more thing. You're you saying that people are, are voting out, out of fear. Now, I yes. don't think people are voting out of fear. I think you've got lots of people that have never, ever voted before in their lives that, are, that have signed up to vote out of hope. Out of hope, not not out of fear, but because that's the first time they've ever heard a politician saying anything along those lines. It's the first time I've ever heard a, a politician saying saying things like that. It, okay, it really there is. may be some people out of genuine hope, but I have seen a lot of bumper stickers and a lot of signs and slogans from Trump supporters here. A lot, and most of them are either "So we got to stop Hillary" or "Make America Great Again." That's his slogan, as if America is going to get better or if it's uh make it great again that's an empty slogan what does he mean make america great again it's um there's these threats all over the internet that world war three is going to happen if we don't vote in trump and allow hillary to become president or the other fear monger slogan if we don't get trump president hillary's going to take our guns away you know we heard obama was going to take our guns away we heard clinton was going to take our guns away and back to ronald reagan for a second the gipper um, you know, he's quoted uh, of saying that government is not the solution, it's the problem. And yet that hypocrite, that double-minded hypocrite, he, he, he enlarged government bigger than, than the Democrats before him. 
he, he, um, uh, spent more and everything else. And so he says all these wonderful things, but when you look at the actions of Ronald Reagan, you see he was no better than any Democrat or anyone before him or after him. He was no better. And yet there are people to this day that look back at the Reagan era and say, oh, it was so great. But you look at the actions, the actions of, of his presidency and of him, of his uh, presidential office and himself did not match his words. And it's the same thing with Trump. And it's amazing that someone can sit there and talk nicely to you the whole time they're punching you in the face and you'll listen to the words. And that's what politics and political campaigning is all about. Again, Donald Trump is an expert shit talker. That, that's what he is. And he, his, his record on everything he's ever said, gun control, abortion to, to, you know, economy, everything that he's ever given opinion, he flip flops on. And I'm just trying to figure out which Donald Trump I'm supposed to vote for. Well, I think probably the, the the most recent one. I mean, the things that you listed were about <laughs> 10 years ago, 15 years ago. If I think of myself 10 years ago, I was completely different to how, how I am now. And I've sat here and watched those rallies that, that he's been given. Adolf, They're amazing. Adolf, really are. Adolf Hitler's p- political conviction was formulated by the time he was a soldier in the First World War. And he stood by every political principle... And, and 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 social and economic principle as well that he formulated in nineteen by, by nineteen eighteen he stood by until nineteen forty five he was a consistent man every one of his speeches that I've ever read is absolutely consistent with Mein Kampf and even though we know that Hitler had his warts and made his errors. He was consistent, and he, he was the same Adolf Hitler for, for 30 years. Donald Trump has been, as Ryan's pointed out, 10 different people in 10 years or 20 years. Which Donald Trump are we going to support? Just the other day, he was, he, he was in the news that there was a, a statement in the news, and he was pledging unconditional support for the, the Jewish state in Palestine. Just the other day, unconditional support. It, it's he, He's expressed that over and over again. He, he has kissed the rabbi's ass over and over again. He, he is not, uh, he cannot be pro-white as long as he's pro-Jewish. So is right. he really pro-white or is he pro-globalist um, multicultural America and he's expressing support for American concepts to Americans who who just love him for that, while at the same time, he, he will carry on the Jewish globalist agenda like any other global, like any other businessman, international businessman would do. He's no different. And a lot of the things he says, I understand, appeal to white Americans that they would appeal to me as well. But I understand that he's not going to get even his more moderate policies are not going to be implemented. That's my he's argument. Very limited in what he can do. Let let me give you an example of how deep the deception is in this world. And, and I don't know that the intricate details of the British governmental system. I don't understand how much power the courts really have in Britain. I'm not an expert at British politics. I admit that. But in America, the Supreme Court can make a decision and Congress can overturn it by passing a law. Or the, the president 
can refuse to enforce it if he doesn't agree with it. And there are, as I've already said, historical examples of that in history. But ever since the 1950s, the Jews have convinced the American public that the Constitution is the law of the land, which isn't really true, and that the Supreme Court is the ultimate arbiter of that law. And that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's a lie. The Supreme Court is not the ultimate arbiter of the law. That's not the way the country was what was set up. The people have been convinced by the Jewish media that the courts have all this power, which they don't really have. And the politicians have gone along with it because it absolves them of any responsibility for doing their damn jobs. They've gone along with it because it absolves them of responsibility. They could kick back and laugh at us. And that's been going on in this country since the Roosevelt administration and maybe even before that. Well, that's where, where the entire government has been basically turned on its head. Well, that's a suspicion of what's gone on over here with this Brexit thing, that um, with the courts, they may be using the courts as, a, as an excuse, a delaying excuse, uh, some way of... And uh, that's my point. ...trying to get out of the it. Progressive agenda, the progressive agenda is going to proceed, and when I say progressive agenda, I'm really talking about... The, the Jewish Bolshevik supremacist agenda for world domination. That's what the progressive agenda really is. And it's going to proceed in spite of a democratic majority. It's going to proceed. And right. they use the courts to do that. And they trick people into accepting an authority that isn't really there. And they can do that through the media because 90% of white people are just so tuned into the media and absolutely brainwashed by it that they can't even think for themselves. Well, we How should do be, we have a political solution? We don't. We should be throwing a spanner in the works every chance we get then. doesn't matter what way it is, whether it's political or, or what, what it is. what we want from this election. We, you know, okay, identity Christians know the truth. Most identity Christians know the truth. And... Outfits like Jared Taylor yank people away from the truth and convince them American Renaissance, all the, the entire alt-right, even some websites I really don't want to mention tonight, have censored references to my website from their comment sections when those comments are opposite to their own political agendas. They steer people away from the truth and they steer them towards these political solutions that really aren't solutions at all. So let's look at things realistically. We would like to see Donald Trump win, but not because he's going to save the country. I'd like to see Donald Trump win so that the niggers and the liberal Jews chimp out. That's what I'd like, so that the Mexicans chimp out. That's why I want to see Trump win, because maybe it'll wake up a couple more million white people to the fact that there is a racial problem in this country. That's why I want to see Trump win. That's the only reason why I want to see Trump win. Otherwise, to me, observing his, uh, observing the history of politics in America these last 40 years, there's really no difference between Trump and Hillary when it comes down to it. 
When you scratch all the propaganda off the surface, you're going to find the same beast underneath. I want to see him wipe the smile off Hillary Clinton's face. I want to see all those leftists shrieking and screaming and and, and totally not knowing what to do with themselves, the same as uh, politicians over here were when we all voted for Brexit. They had no idea what to do. That's the system, but we need to upset the system. Yeah, well, that's how. We need to rely on the system or look for hope in the system. Well, use use the system to to upset the system, isn't it? I mean, this this is the thing; it's been handed to you. You got Donald Trump there; he he really has upset the system, he's, and all he's going to upset it all the right more. Sites, and, and, and even some sites that 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 I know you've been close to in the past have only promoted hope in the system. Well, that's not very good of them, is it? You know, that I think that's what that what lost Hitler the war. To be honest, they've steered people away from the truth. And from any chance of finding it. Well, we have to have everything. It has to be based on the truth, whether we like it or not. You can't, you know, try and just be, um, what's the word, uh, pragmatic when it comes to the truth. You've got to hold to the truth. If you hold to the truth, then you will win. If you don't hold to the truth, then uh, then we'll fail. You know, you will well, fail. Well, then you've just agreed that. with us that the entire alt-right is going to fail. Well, it will. We live, we live in a corrupt world, Bill. The whole world is going to fail. We just have to make use of, of, of what we've got. Every, everything is flawed. Every, every person is flawed. Donald Trump is flawed. I'm flawed. You're flawed. We're, we're all flawed. It doesn't mean we just give up, though. That's the distinction that I want to make, is that we use politics as a device, but we use it as a device to further our own agenda. Anybody that's not Helping us in 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 that endeavor is opposed to the truth, and they're not either a scatterer or a gatherer. Ryan, you're either a scatterer or a gatherer. Sven, I, I, let me tell you, <laughs> I'm one guy for sure here out of the three of us. I know Bill is too, but I'm one guy here who's all about fuck the system every chance you get. I'm all about that. Undermine that son bitch. I get that. And I want to say that I'm not pessimistic. I'm just pessimistic about Trump because I know his character. But I don't want anyone to think that Bill or I, either one, are telling those, those white, racially white folks that, you know, happen to listen to Bill's podcast or listen to my videos on YouTube. We're not telling them don't vote. If you're, it's in your heart to go vote for Donald Trump, by God, please go, go vote your little heart out. Please bang the heck out of that little button on the screen. You know, yeah, vote for him. We don't care. If you want to vote for him, but just to undermine the system. I've got an article on my website where I talk about years ago, I registered to vote and everything just so I could vote for Obama. And I did. And I did it just out of just my own entertainment, just my own self-satisfaction, because I was hoping that, oh, see, Obama being the nigger he is, he screwed even that up. He didn't destroy the country like I was hoping, dang it. But... The thing about Donald Trump is, well, the people that support him is we don't want our, our people, the racially awake folks, especially Christian identists that are out there voting, which in my opinion they shouldn't be, but hey, if they want to, that's fine. Go ahead. Having hope in any political system or any politician, I don't care if it's a local dog catcher. You shouldn't be having any hope in that. We shouldn't be, you know, that's just, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> just, I don't get how any white person can have hope in a statist ideology or a statist representative, a politician to go make laws for them for others to follow. Now, Donald Trump, 
I don't believe if he becomes president, I don't believe he's going to implement any of his programs he's claimed. I believe he will pretend he does, and then when they fail or they're half-ass, and he'll talk about his critics, and he will attack them. I, I strongly suggest, and I have in my videos about Trump before, and on my website, I strongly suggest every racially white white folk person or white person maybe they aren't a white nationalist or racially awake or g wise but i strongly suggest every white trump supporter to look into many scotland and donald trump m-e-n-i-e many scotland and look what that bastard did there the golden-tongued salesman himself what he did in the local government there in many scotland is very upset with donald trump's bullshit artist that he pulled he pulled the wool over all their eyes he screwed them all over with this little golf course resort thing going on there. And he lied on the white folks there, the working class white folks. He lied on the property owners there. He slandered these individuals that were like you, me, and, and Bill, just regular blue-collar folks. He slandered them. In the media there in Scotland, the international media, he came over here to America and he slandered them by name. He willfully and deliberately lied on them. This is heavily documented. He he purposely lied. He told blatant, bold-faced lies about these people, these property owners that were standing in the way and causing him problems with his stupid little golf course uh, and, and resort pro- uh, building project there, which turned out to be a flop. And the mini Scotland government there is very upset about what he's done and how he screwed them over there. You should look. That's America. If Trump becomes president, America is going to be a mini Scotland. There's going to be a lot of disappointed people. The mini Scotland uh, politicians there were all big about Trump coming in, and even the law enforcement helped. You, you can watch the documentaries. I've got them linked on my website. These documentaries that show the police coming up and harassing these these property owners. It's pretty bad. And it's all they become the the, the bitches and, and the and the enforcers for for Trump, but when you look into that and you see that and you begin to realize America is going to be a mini Scotland if 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 Trump becomes president, there's going to be a lot of uh, buyer's remorse. I bet a lot of the Obama supporters that voted for him because they actually believed in him. I voted for him because I was hoping it it'd be like pulling the pin on a grenade. It would help bring America down, the American system, the U.S. system, but it didn't. Um, there's going to be a lot of buyer's remorse with, with, with Donald Trump. You know, Donald Trump was interviewed and the, the interview is on YouTube. He's interviewed and he's asked, he's confronted about his, uh, some of his products being made in China. And he said, um, he shrugs his shoulders and he says, I'm a businessman. That's a quote. I'm a businessman. And then like a true psychopath, he turns around and he blames Macy's for having the stuff made in China. But his his whole excuse for some of his products being made in China, even though he bl- condemns uh, people having, uh, you know, companies having stuff made in, in other countries, is he says, well, China manipulates their currency, and uh, Macy's had it made over there, and he blames everybody else instead of himself. You know why? You know, if all the white nationalists, uh, Sven, if all the white nationalists, if you told them, if they, if Donald Trump was a communist, why none of them would support Donald Trump, would they? If he was a communist, oh no, of course not. But if he's a capitalist, and that's what he really is, by God, they're going to go vote their hearts out for him in, in, in the next few days. He's a capitalist, which is nothing but the other side of the of the shekel of the Jew coin of status politics, communism and capitalism. That's your two options under under uh, the economic systems th- that we have: is communism, and capitalism. And they, he is a capitalist. That's all he is, and he he screws people over. 
and and he lies on people, he slanders people. Y'all haven't seen anything yet. It's funny when he makes fun of Bill Hillary Clinton or he makes fun of uh some lefty scumbags that are mocking him and things like that. Hell, I don't care if he makes fun of them. But in the end, Donald Trump, you're all going to see if he becomes president what kind of psychopath he really is. He's no less of a psychopath than Hillary Clinton. And I myself, out of good conscience, I could not have anything to do with him after I watched the documentary of Many Scotland about him. Well, all politicians, all of them that get to that stage, they're all psychopaths. I mean, that, you know, that's okay. part of the course. They're, okay. they're going to be psychopaths. Then why should we have hope in a Donald Trump? How well. can we as Christians, how is we can, as Christians have anything? I, I have a video on, on one of my videos on YouTube is titled, uh, Psychopaths Reprobates. And I explain that a psychopath is just a reprobate and a reprobate is just a psychopath. How can we have anything to do with such an evil pre- – this is – I assume that Donald Trump is white. I'm going to assume he's an Adamite, he's Israelite. But he's a totally depraved. He is a total reprobate in biblical terminology and in secular psychological terminology. He's no doubt a psychopath. Just like well, Hillary Clinton I, is. I, and I, I cannot in good conscience support a man that did what he did to those people in Scotland. When I watched the documentaries and I seen those people interviewed and I watched him willfully deliberately lie in these, uh, in these interviews and stuff, uh, the media, uh, press conferences and things and just lie about these people, these property owners. Savannah, that would be like him lying on you or well, lying I on Bill. Comment. I could I not, he would ne- I would uh, not, not want to have anything to do with a person like that. I can, I can understand you have a visceral hatred for Donald Trump, you know, and, and you want to bring in Scotland into it. Uh, but what is, what is, all the things that I have heard him say have been extremely positive. They've been things that I have never heard a politician say before in my life. To be honest. I understand that you have, and you have, not a, popular you have things. extreme love for they him and hope for him. But I know, I've, I've bothered to look into his history. I've been bothered to look into things, and I know what kind of evil piece of shit he really is. There's a quote, it's a meme on the internet, but it's true. Donald Trump said in the 1990s that when he wants to run for president, he's going to do it as a Republican. And, and he was a liberal Democrat then. And he said he's going to do it as a Republican, but because he, 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 he expressed the idea, I forget exactly how he put it, that Republicans could be Easily deceived that they were stupid. Well, maybe he did. Maybe he did say that. But the, the, the point no is, to it, the point it's is that what he's that. been saying. This is a record. It's on record. It's on record that he said the Confederate flag, which maybe there in Scotland. I mean, there in England, y'all don't have the issues that we do here in the South with the Confederate flag. But he said that he believes that it should be taken down. It should be put in a museum. This guy has spoken so many. He's spoken things about gun control. This guy is on the record. This is not a maybe. He said this shit. This is documented. Well, I dude. haven't seen this. That's why I say maybe. I, I haven't have. seen this. Well, I have. Okay. Well, I have. Okay. Be, you have. Okay. I trust you. Can I get a word in? First, you're in Britain, right? And and I appreciate everything you've said here tonight, and and I sympathize with everything you've said here tonight. I want people I to go vote for Donald Trump because it will piss off the established politicians in Washington if he wins, because it it will make the niggers chimp out, because all the liberal Jews and all the Bernie Sanders supporters will be in their death throes. I want Trump to win. For those reasons. But I don't want Donald Trump to win because I have any hope in him fixing things. Right. I know he's not going to fix things. I know that even if he wanted to implement half the things that he spoke of, he'll never be able to. 
Right. So why should an alt-right website, are they really doing what's right if they're steering people into the idea that there's hope in Donald Trump? Or are they just playing the political game? Maybe they're just because trying to get as much support for him as possible. You know, they're just trying to draw up as much possible support for him as possible. So as many people go out there and vote for him as possible. At the same time, they're leading people away from the real truth. Right. Well, if if they are concentrating on trying to achieve a political solution, then then they're trying to concentrate on achieving a political solution. You know, you keep saying he's, he's done, no he's said these things, he's, he's done these things, you know. I've listened to him for the whole of the, his, his election campaign, and the things he's been saying, they haven't been popular things. He's been attacked all the time for what he's been saying. And if you'd said two years ago, if somebody was going to say, uh, we want to bomb ISIS, we want to get rid of all the Muslims, we want to build a wall, they would have said, well, that's political suicide for somebody to say all that. But he had the balls to go out there and say it, and he, and he got massive support for doing it, which nobody was expecting. It came right out of the blue, a complete surprise that, that he's actually said all this and put all this on the table. It hasn't come about through people blogging, hasn't come about through people going out and demonstrating. It's a, it's a, a totally out of the blue situation, a gift. It's a gift that we that we've been given. You don't have to like the man, but I think people should do all they can to to get him in for the reasons that you said. I mean, it's a win situation. If you if you if he doesn't carry through with what he's saying, then you're going to get your rioting and whites are are going to rise up. If he does carry through with what he's saying, then you're going to see a much better situation in America than it has been for the last ten years and the knock-on effect in the rest of the world on on the other governments because they're all moving towards the right. If he gets in, they're all going to move towards the right. They're all going to move towards nationalism. We're starting to see that now. If if Trump gets in and he's marginalized and he doesn't fulfill any of his campaign promises, I can't wait to, and, and I'm sure that's what's going to happen, I can't wait to replay this program in November of 2018. After the next, after the midterm congressional elections in November of 2018, because I want white nationalists to remember that we told them two years ago from from that point that there's no political solution. If Donald Trump loses after having said all of these pro-white statements, even though at the same time he's made a lot of pro-Jewish statements and um, pro-multicultural statements and pro-LGBT statements, if he wins with these pro-white statements that he's made or pro-nationalist statements that, he, that he's made, it, if he wins and doesn't fulfill them, then whites will have to admit that there's no political solution, white nationalists. If Hillary Clinton wins, after Donald Trump made all these statements then white nationalists should realize that they're never going to get a pro-white candidate elected again because in four years, the demographic is going to be another 5% against whites in this country. In eight years, the demographic is going to be another 10 or 15% against whites in this country. So Donald Trump, like I said, is probably the last apparently white man who has an opportunity of becoming president. Because in four years or eight years, forget it. 
you're not going to elect a, a white man, especially a pro-white man. It's not going to happen. It is the so last chance to stick a finger in the dime. white nationalists going to realize that there's no political solution? That's all I want so that we can, we can make them understand that and, and bring as many as possible to the realization of the truth. That, that if we don't have hope in God, we don't have any hope at all. That's the truth. Oh, there's plenty of hope. It's just not in the political system. It's Christian identity points to this, this hope. This hope is when our people not only racially awake to who they are, the Israelite race, the Adamic and the Israelite race, and they awaken to the fact that we are Yahweh's representative race upon this planet. The paradigm shift, the, the way that the, the white race thinks, Everything will be totally different, and that's the hope that I'm looking for, is for our people to stop being distracted with carnal solutions of the world. Christ said his kingdom was here. It's in our midst now, but it's not in the world. It's on the earth. It's in us, and it manifests in us when we begin to look at things from a spiritual perspective and think with our Adamic spirits instead of our carnal mind. I think it comes when God decides it comes. I don't think it's up to us I to decide I think it comes when it exactly comes. when the scripture says, and yeah. Christ was very clear. He said where, where it was and when it was in Luke 17 and uh, John 18. He's very clear about it. Yeah, it's here. It's now. It's within us. We represent God's kingdom. Yeah, but we, it's, it might be here within Christ. us, Ryan, but, you know, it doesn't actually become activated in, until God himself decides it's the right time. He's told us when the time is. Romans 8 tells us that all of creation is moaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. Who are the sons of God, Sven? Well, we're, we are the sons of God. Amen, brother. Yeah, the manifestation, manifestation means the manif to make known of. And you're not going to make it known by going around wasting your time talking carnal-minded politics. It's just not going to happen. And Donald Trump, I hope, again, I hope to Yahweh God, I hope he does become a president. So two or three years down the line, maybe some, no, of course, some white nationalists and voters in general, will, they have a short-term memory. They'll go and try it again. They'll keep trying it again. They'll keep trying to vote. The last, pre the last, uh, openly racist candidate that got elected in this country, and I know, I know Bill has a real issue with him, but David Duke. When David Duke got elected, the state legislator there in Louisiana, that was a one-time thing, and it's never happened since. He's, I think he's running for another office now. And he's always thrown up as the former Klansman and racist and things like that. Anyone that's openly racist will never get into office. And if you, and I've actually heard some white nationalists infer that some, not, not many, some white nationalists that are supporters of Trump have inferred that Trump may be a secret racist. Well, that's what the lefty liberals keep trying to say is that he, you know, he's some sort of sacred Klansman and they try to tie him to the Klan and they talk about how some white nationalists are supportive of his campaign, so therefore Trump must be, you know, he he quotes Hitler, and and so Trump must be a secret racist. And we all know that we that are truly racially awake, we all know Donald Trump wouldn't make uh, the ward on a, on a on a uh, 
a, a Klansman's ass. He wouldn't, he, he's not a racist at all. I mean, you know, we're not even going to get into the fact that he loves him some Jews and he lo- there's plenty of non-whites that love him and he loves them. He's not, he's about as racially awake as a rock. So he, he, you know, I hope he becomes president because when he does not deliver and he will not deliver, Maybe a few will start looking for another solution. See, I know that it's not popular, especially the things that I talk about. I know it's not popular to say, you know what, our solution comes from within and and is expressed outward. And the scripture is very clear to that. Very clear to that. We, we, Israelites, the descendants of Abraham, Abraham was chosen to represent the great I am, Yahweh, and his law, his way, which is a true way, a pure way, a good way, a way of freedom, the, the ultimate way. And the Israelites were given the law of God and told to represent the great I am and his truth and his way to the other Adamic race, the other Adamic whites around them to be representative of and not to fall to the Canaanite or Jewish mindset of things and not to want to be like the other Adamic races, the, the, the other Adamic uh, nations, I'm sorry, the other Adamic countries, but to represent the true way for all of the white race to see. And yes. today we do that, we're supposed to be doing that through representing and pointing to the spiritual way and truth that it's asleep and dormant in, in most white folks. And once it's sparked within them and they begin to see this and it begins to make sense to them, they begin to have a whole different paradigm and see the world in a different way. And they begin to understand what the Bible says when it's talking about that we are in the world, but we're not of the world. We're to represent the kingdom of God, his ways, his freedom, his truth, not any crap bullshit political status carnal-minded crap i know it's not popular for me to say that but i will say it to the day i die god help me how are you supposed to get that message out to people then do you think do you think more people have actually heard that message now in the last year with all these people supporting trump with all these people going on these websites you know what i don't care if i'm speaking the truth this message will spread throughout this globe if i'm speaking the truth but I'm telling you, there is no political solution. There is no state of solution. They all are in, are in rebellion to God. There is a reason why all those systems, all that carnal-minded bullshit, democracies, republics, all of that, monarchies, they're of the carnal flesh. And we were not put on this planet to represent some sort of systems we could come up with. We were put on this planet to represent our Heavenly Father. We're sons of God, Sven. Yeah, and I'm thankful for Donald Trump. I thank God for sending us Donald Trump. I'm not going to attack the guy. I think, he, as I said, I think he's a gift from God. He's done more than anyone else has done in the last 50 years. That's what I think. I'm not going to attack the guy. He's not perfect. Nobody is. I'm not going to throw stones. I'm just going to be thankful for what he's, for what's happened so far. I think it's pretty amazing, well, just, to be honest. Just, just hope he doesn't want to build a golf resort in England, near, you know, and you own some property <laughs> and he wants to take it from you. <laughs> well, I'm only 600 miles from Scotland, but he was in Scotland this summer, you know. He came here to celebrate Brexit, and he was the only only, only person out of all the politicians, or wannabe politicians, to actually congratulate Britain for leaving the European Union. He was the only one that stood up and said that that was a good thing, and he, and he wanted to help us as much as he could if he got into, um, if he got into office. If I have to Donald hand it to him for that. 
is a gift from God. It's only because he's going to help us prove that there's no political solution. And he he has he has brought it to the attention of a lot of white people. I'm not going to say that he did it single-handedly, but he has helped others bring it to the attention of a lot of white people that there are some serious racial divides in this country. What we see... Um, how many liberal Jews hate Trump? There's a lot of conservative Jews that actually love Trump, and and you could find plenty of that right on the internet, right on YouTube. But how many liberal Jews just have an absolute vitriol for Trump? And even more, every Negro in the country has has an absolute hatred for Trump. Just about. I mean, there might be a few exceptions, and and they will be very upset if he wins. If Donald Trump is a gift from God in the respect that you, you you claim, it'll only be because he will further, his candidacy will further exacerbate that difference. But yes. if you ask Donald Trump if he intended to do that, I'm sure he'll tell you no, that he never intended to, to do that. He's reached out to Negroes. He's reached out to Asians. He's reached out to Mexicans and, and, and Jews. He's purposely reached out to them. He's gone out of his way to to um assuage their fears about his candidacy. He he is not an enemy of non white races. No, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's not. He's you know he's, he, he's he, obviously, you know, to me it just seems obvious that he's being used. You know, it, it, what? It, exactly as you say, he's he's no you know, he probably wants to reach out to these people, but at the same time he's being used to to further that racial divide. He's been used but to to wake people want, up to race. Sven, that that's the hope we see in the Trump candidacy that we could that that he will be used in order to further balkanize the country, but not that he will bring us any political hope. Yeah, not that he's hope. That's my point. Well, it's not him. And, that's, and that's hope. key point that Donald Trump is not hope. Donald Trump is not going to fix anything. But we we seek to get out of this the ability to bring the truth to more white people that there's no political solution and and here is the way here's the path over here and and that's the path we should all be on well that's what i think he's being used for worldly politics garbage will will we will never get anywhere you know donald trump's a billionaire and the damn jews have printed every dollar he has well, you would have to be, be a billionaire the enemy if they're printing your money. He would have to be a billionaire to have the 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 wherewithal and the money and the what was needed to actually get to the position that he's got to to say the things that he's actually been able to say and to deepen this racial divide and wake people up to these to nationalist issues and bring people to Christian identity because you you've just you've increased the amount of people that know about um our, our ideals and, and, and what we want, you've increased that possibly a thousandfold just by having it. Just by the things that he said. But and there's, there's no way he'd have been able to do that if he, if he hadn't have been a billionaire. And, it, and in order to be a millionaire, he's got to be connected to all these Jews. You know, it's but not the 1930s media, now. I, I want you to think <laughs> about the other side of the coin with that. The mainstream media is ridiculing those ideas. And if Donald Trump loses, those ideas are going to be ridiculed forever. 
Well, I, I don't so think you he's going to lose. hope Donald Trump wins. <laughs> I do hope he's going to win. I, I pray he's going to win. Because if Donald Trump loses, those ideas are going to be forever ridiculed and removed from American politics. And we're not the people that count the votes. Well, we've all better, we've all better so, hope that he wins then. So, so there's a bad side to this. That, that This could turn out very bad for white nationalists if Trump loses. And they have all their hope invested with Trump. And it's all going to be shattered when Trump loses. Where are they going to turn to? So either way, it's a win for Christian identity. As long as we're prepared, as long as we understand the dynamic and we're prepared to address it, which is why we're here tonight. I just want to be fair. Not all white nationalists uh, support Trump. I, I, I mean, some some of them they believe in a political system, but they they don't support Trump. Yeah, I know. I know not everybody not everybody supports him, but I, yeah, I think I, that, I, I don't want. When Bill says white nationalists, he's talking about racially awake folks that aren't Christian identity, and there there are white folks that are racially awake that are Jew wise that are not Christian identity. They do believe in some sort of status political type of ideology or system, and, and maybe they even believe in voting or something, but they don't believe in Trump. And I just want to make sure you know, just put that on this on record here that not all white nationalists we know support. We, we know that some actually see through Trump and see him as a Zionist and what he really is, but okay. <laughs> well, I think we could, I mean, nobody's saying that he's, that he's, uh, you know, that he's uh, not a Zionist, that he hasn't got Jews in his family, that he hasn't got money from the Jews. I mean, that, that's, as I said, you know, the man is corrupt. We do live in a corrupt world. You know, that's what I'm saying. We've come on 70 years since the time of Hitler. If Hitler was right. to be around today, nobody would hear of him. Nobody would know anything about him. It just wouldn't be possible. So you've got to have somebody that's, you know, a lot more corrupt than back then, 70 years ago, in order to get this message out. And I don't think he is, he is Hitler, but I think everything that he's said has been very positive for us. And as you're saying there, if he loses, you know, it's gonna, it's not gonna be good. For, for us, it's not going to be good for you over there in America. So, I, you know, I suggest everybody should have been supporting him as much as possible and pushing it and, and pushing people to vote for him and, and not trying to discredit him, but, you know, pointing out the, the positive aspects of it and, and doing all the best they can to, to help him to win. Because I, I think, you know, that I think it's a clear choice. You've got the devil's choice, Hillary Clinton, and you've got God's choice, <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> it's a corrupt world, you know. It, it will be corrupt and, and, until the end, and that's when you get the kingdom of heaven, and that that's absolutely perfect. That, you know, that's that's the way that I see it. But until then, we've just got to do all all that we can. We've got to see what Yahweh's plan is, or or try to work out what that is, and and do all we can to help it. Ascertain what's the right path to take in life. I think the right path to to have taken has been to support Donald Trump. Somebody in the chat room pointed out that people, some some new people to this, are seriously thinking that he is a god emperor, the glorious leader. All of that is just humour, you know. That is just joking around to wind the, the liberals up all the more. I mean, it's been yeah, you know, quite hilarious. Well, the whole Daily campaign. Stormer does that. I agree. Quite often, it's just humour, and and I've seen a lot of all. Write memes on Twitter that do that, and and they're just humor. I understand that, but a lot of white nationalists and even some identity Christians, which absolutely befuddles me, have expressed hope that Donald Trump can make America great again. Have expressed hope that Donald Trump can fix things, and that's all bullshit. 
And I believe that we undermine our credibility as Christians when we express hope in a, in, in a political candidate of, of any sort, in, in any venue, when we imagine that any political candidate is going to make things right. And if we're really deep thinkers, we should understand that that's absolutely impossible in today's world. There's a difference between a politician who's friendly to Jews and is and, and a politician who's totally in bed with Jews, Sven. Uh, I mean, a, a politician that's friendly to Jews doesn't normally have all of his children married to Jews. A politician <laughs> that's friendly to Jews doesn't necessarily have himself surrounded by Jews. I, I mean, even even the Breitbart. Look, look at the people that jumped in front of the alt-right parade. Jared Taylor's married to a Jew. He's always been friendly to Jews. The Council of Conservative Citizens ha has always been very friendly to Jews. They won't say a bad word about them. And, and most especially Breitbart. And, and Breitbart is a Jewish organization through and through. And a certain popular website administrator, as soon as Breitbart announced that they were friendly to Trump and that they supported Trump, a certain popular white nationalist website administrator came out with an article saying that Breitbart is good. How do you call a Jew good? I, I can't figure this one out. Identity Christians should understand that that's an absolute lie, that oh. there are no good Jews. I expect it's all just to, to help, you know, shove this in the right direction. I, I agree with you. You know, you have faith in God. I don't have faith in man. I have faith in God. And and I hope that Trump is being used as a tool. You know, that, no, that's the way I see it. he's being used as a tool. He's being used as a tool to punish us even further because we're going to come to the conclusion in the end that there is no political solution, that we should never put hope in a man. Can we vote for Donald Trump? Because he's going to balkanize the country and, and piss off the niggers. If that's possible, that's what we should do. Go vote for Donald Trump. But vote for him for that reason. Don't right. vote for him because he's going to save the country from, from the Mexicans. Or, or, or as, as long as we have a capitalist system, there is no salvation. Right. I think the problem is if you, if you if you were to say that, then that wouldn't really be encouraging people to vote for him, and it wouldn't really happen, would it? Uh, you know, that's that's that's, that's the issue. What, that, that's the real red pill, Sven. Well, you got That's the real red pill. Let's not offer people pink pills. Let's well, offer don't sugar it up, pills. man. Tell the truth. I thank God for Donald Trump. I thank God for the Jew. I thank God for the niggers. I thank God for the spicks for the fags, for the tyranny of the government. I thank God for all of that because it makes our people have to begin to search more and more and more for the true red pill. Well, the true red pill is the blood of Christ. There is no other Amen. red pill. Amen. I agree with that. We have to leverage everything we can from Donald Trump's candidacy and, and we hope his victory or his defeat, either way, to make our people understand that for us in this day and age, politics is lost, that the only salvation we have is in bloodshed. It's not going to be an easy battle. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think, you know, that it will be bloodshed. I mean, that, that's what's foretold is, is bloodshed. 
and it looks like you know they, that that might come you don't you know you don't really know what what's going to come all, all i see is you know you've got a, an evil world you've got a wicked world and you've got some ways which can lead to lessening that evil and you've got some ways which can lead to increasing that evil until the time is until the time is right that no man knows and well, you know, once we get people right, no man knows, and and we have to wait for the system to fall, and the system's going to fall. But the more people that we wake up to that system that's going to fall, and and have on our side, perhaps the sooner it could happen. We're told to come out from the world. Yeah, to I come out of Babylon. To I, come out of the Babylonian thinking. I think he's helped to wake people up to that. I think I really think he has helped to wake people up to the globalist system and 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 who it is that's behind this. As I was saying earlier, you know, one in ten of these comments and on these um, oh my God. YouTube's have been ex have been Jew wise exposing the Jews behind it. So then he he's part of the way. globalist system. He has products made in China. He has products made in other countries. He's a globalist. No, that still doesn't mean that you know he's not helping to wake people up to this. Well, of course. Well, I mean, God can use a jackass. We know that. Yeah, he, yeah. In the Bible, he used a jackass. God, you know, the, the Jew, the Jew being what the Jew is, he's wake people up. The niggers acting like niggers have helped to wake people up to race. Sure, Donald Trump has woke some people up. Alex Jones, Alex Jim Jones, as I like to call him, has woke some people to certain things. 9-11 awoke some people to certain things. No doubt about it. Certain people are woke, uh, brought awake by certain things or certain people or certain races that and i'm thankful for all of that because the more the darkness the brighter the light shines that's what christ said well it's, it's quite correct you know and that's just it you know the more the, more the darkness the more the light shines and, and you know i see him as helping to for people to see the light that's shining i really do i, I think people should well, just be encouraging people as much as possible to to go and vote for him, I, I I can't see anything negative coming from from voting for him. Right, and he becomes president, and he doesn't deliver on his promises. Is this then going white to piss people off wake the white up. nationalists that supported him? Then, then yeah, well, then, then you're going to probably going to see a revolution. You're going to see people holding him to that. This is this is the whole well, thing. I sure what, hope so. everyone I I've it, spoken to so. have said that. They said, you know, if he if he hasn't done what he said he's going to do within the first hundred days, then then you know that's it. There will be, what, you know, bloodshed. There will be blood. I think there's going to be bloodshed anyway with, with the, uh, Negroes and the rest of the civil rights people. They've said that they're going to start setting fire to cities if he, if he gets in. But everyone I've spoken to has said, yeah, well, we'll support him now. But if he, if he doesn't carry through with his promises, then he's going to lose all his support and you're going to see civil unrest. And I think that, well, I think well, that's what will happen. Yeah, you know, that's what we need. It, it's whites have, whites in America have never chimped out. And, and as far as, as far as I know, whites in England haven't chipped out, chimped no, out. No, that's it. I was saying you've got a close situation here in Britain with this, with these judges that have just, you know, basically stuck a spanner in the works with Brexit. You might. Yeah, yeah so why aren't they marching on the, on, on the courthouse with pitchforks and axes? <laughs> that's what that's what people are suggesting. <laughs> like they've got that, some dates prepared already for it. <laughs> that, that's what they should be. I, I mean, they have a, a a so-called democratic majority, right? I mean, I know it's all bullshit, but they have a, a, a clear referendum, democratic majority, and, and the courts oppose it. 
So the courts, the judges need to go. They should all be hanging in Trafalgar Square. Yeah, definitely. Or, or Piccadilly Circus, or wherever you used to hang people over there. <laughs> just, just hanged in public for all to see, as, as an example for treason. So what needs to happen. I, I, you know, I, I don't know if we'll see it, but you know, it's it's interesting times that we live in, Bill. It's you know, it's it's. I never thought I would see um, stuff like this happening. I never thought I would hear somebody saying things like Trump has been saying. I never thought I would see Britain leave the European Union. I never thought I would ever ever be encouraging anyone to vote, ever. But that's my entire point: is that to awaken the the white race to the true solution requires absolute despair. And they're not going to get to the point of repentance until they suffer that absolute despair. And I don't care how many times you vote, what I'm saying is correct. Our race is not going to wake up until they're in absolute despair, until they understand that there's absolutely no solution but the final solution. I agree. I agree. That's it. So we have to use the election. I'd like to see Trump get elected. It'll make a better political advice, po political tool by which we can convince whites that there's no other solution, that politics is never going to be our solution. And, and whites have to start coming together. And, and, of course, Christianity and Christian identity will be an important component of that coming together. But whites have to start coming together and getting out of this world system where they're a vast minority. And because the Jews print all the money, whites will never outvote the Jews. Not in a million years. Well, just to add, to add something to that, I mean, they, they thought that we weren't all going to vote for Brexit. They were certain that we were going to vote to remain in the EU. And that really did catch everyone by surprise. And this, this is the thing with democracy is that every so often they can get caught off guard and they may, may well be being caught off guard here with Donald Trump. They were caught off guard with Brexit. You know, you, you've and got the courts have, have, have diminished the Brexit referendum. That they've basically denied its importance. They don't recognize it's supposed to be a democracy, right? But, well, your courts don't recognize your democracy. So, so your judges are absolutely opposed to your own system of government. That's what it looks like. So it's just got to see what the next step is. If, if Donald Trump gets voted in, he supports Brexit. So you might then see the well, British well, government... He's not going to change the attitude of those British judges. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, the British government might change, their, might change their stance on things. They've already shut up with um, criticising him. They've already stopped criticising him. You know, you might see... I think you, if he does get in, I think you will see a, a, a change in policies among a lot of these, um, a lot of the countries, especially in Europe. I, just since the Brexit, we have seen a change in policies with the, with the Conservatives, because they know that... People, the people voted for nationalism, so they've leaned more towards nationalism. The other parties have said the voters were idiots. Somalis are going to be sent back to Africa. No, I don't. <laughs> I would like to see all the Somalis sent back to Africa. Do you really think the gypsies are going to be sent back to wherever the hell they came from? I I would like to see that happen, Bill. You know, you know, I would like to see that happen, and I'll do all that I can to support any efforts for that to happen. But my faith is in God, not in man. 
But that doesn't mean to say that I that I don't help out at all efforts to to achieve those things because well, I think well, God God moves the through that man. We're trying to make here that we should ha- we must have our faith in God and not in man. So why hang all these Christmas balls in the path that obscure the the, the right way? Well, I, I'm I'm not well, sure what you mean that. I, I mean, well, God, you're decorating God it, man, making it look it? pretty, sugaring it up. Well, by encouraging people to to vote for for Trump, or no, encourage people to vote for Trump, but for the right reasons, right? Because you want to make the niggers chimp out, but because <laughs> Donald Trump is an outsider who 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 will cause the disintegration of the Republican Party, but for any other reason than that, than that we should have hope in in this political character. Well, I think I think that's a reasoning, but why a lot of people are going out there and voting for him. It says so that you'll see the balkanization from people that I've spoken to. And you've got other people that uh, want to see him carry through the policies that he said he's going to he's going to enact. OK, those are the people that have hope. Go those, those are the people that believe that. the bullshit that comes out of his mouth. And that's not good. Those are the people that have hope. And even if Donald Trump successfully implemented every campaign promise he made, it's not going to fix things. Because New York, Washington, Baltimore, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, they're still flooded with niggers. Because Mexicans have already poured over the border. That There's already more Mexicans in America than there are in Mexico. And they're not going back. Donald Trump didn't say he was going to send them back. <laughs> Well, there's all sorts so of things that we could fix things. It's only going to band-aid on the problem until some progressive liberal Democrat gets in in four years or in eight years. Well, there's all sorts and of things we can do, isn't the there? The progressive agenda moves forward again. But, but, you know, there's all sorts of things we can do. You know, you can, you can move to somewhere that is white that hasn't got blacks and non-whites in there. Make sure that it stays white. You can you can then talk to the people there about nationalism, about Christianity, about real Christianity. <laughs> you can help out in demonstrations. You, you get a candidate like Donald Trump that says the right things, and you can encourage people to vote for him. There's all sorts of things that we can do just to improve the lot of white people around us. No. And and our nation—that's you know—that's the way I see it. It doesn't contradict. Problems which are much deeper than the American presidency. There are problems in this country that are far deeper than any presidential election could ever resolve. We have a monolithic bureaucracy with Jews and 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 liberal progressives that have, have been embedded in every office of our bureaucracy since the Roosevelt administration. And a lot of these are, are government civil servants who, who are in, in, in anchored in place in their offices through a, a bureaucratic structure that's been set up that makes it impossible to remove them. And the whole thing has to be torn down. There's no fixing it. Because they are the ones that implement policy day to day to day. And policies have been implemented which force the destruction of our society at every level in very small incremental steps that are never going to be removed by any president. 
the progress that's it's through the bureaucracy that the progressive agenda is enforced and it's never ever turned back by any american politician from either party it's never been i think that's a bit of the point is that it's you know it's been these small incremental steps to get to where we are today so you can take small incremental steps to to try and hold it back no, a bit you can't ever take small incremental steps to re that that'll never work Sven. you know why because the jews that own that tv media own 90 percent of white brains <laughs> Well, they don't know mine. <laughs> the only solution is the final solution. Everything else is a pipe dream. The only solution is Christ and, and a total repentance of our people. And all of these alt-right and white nationalist sites are roadblocks to the true path. They are That's not right. helping us. They are offering the people false hope. I, I, I'd rather they be Marxists. Well, I think people find uh, do find Christoginia and Christian identity through looking at these other sites, to be honest. I know I did. Sometimes that's the case. But sometimes these other sites actually censor us. And, and that's happened recently in, in relation to this election. So it, it's a 50-50 proposition. <laughs> I've been personally banned from commenting on the Council of Conservative Citizens website. They just don't like the truth about Jews. They banned, I, I posted there a, a dozen times over a 12-month, 13-month, 14-month, uh, over a period of several months last year. I, I started posting um, probably in mid-2014 there. And, and by the end of 2015, I was banned posting under my own name, William Fink. With my own picture. So, and, and I know they know who I am. I know they know who I am because certain uh, of their um, leaders used to actually listen to some of my podcasts. Well, hopefully people will find, find links to you elsewhere. Then I know I found uh, links to links to Christoginia on, the, well, on these other sites. I'm giving an example that the alt-right, a lot of the alt-right doesn't want people to find a solution. Because they want to be the solution, and they're failures. Well, that's right. Well, that's just it, isn't it? They will fail, you know. If people are like that, then they will fail. Took took me how many years? Over thirty-five years to to find Christian identity. I'm sure, you know, it take other people years as well. But you know, I do see that this this movement or whatever this, this Trump movement. I think that's been positive for nationalism. And, and positive for Christian identity. I'm sure it's brought people to the message and made people aware of it that they that they haven't before. Um, as I say, you know, I, I do think it's a it's a positive step. I can see there's I know there are these negative things about Donald Trump. I know that you know that, that it's a big web of evil that is going to be very hard to entangle. I'm not even certain we will entangle it. I, you know, I, I think we'll, we'll have the end of the world before uh, before that happens. But but it doesn't mean that that we don't do all that we can to resist it uh, up and up until that point. You know, I, I look at it as if as if somebody's drowning you. You know, you, you keep fighting right through till the very end. And I think we should keep fighting right through for the very end, doing everything we possibly can to jam up the system where, where that's possible to. And to, if it ever, I mean, this is such a rarity that uh, somebody has come up saying these things that could be voted for. And it's just that uh, this is another way that we can help is, is by going out and, and voting for Trump. 
But there's loads of other things that, that people can do, that are positive things, steps that people can take. You know, that, that, that's the way that, that I look at it, is in, you know, I try and do everything that I can to, to make things better for, for white people. And widen the racial divide and wake them up to race and wake them up to Christianity. And, and this, this Trump campaign has been, has been a chance to do that. I think a, a big chance to do that. You know? Well, well, it might, it, it's a chance to wake people up, but it's not really a chance to make things better for whites. And, and I believe that time will prove us correct. I don't think that we're as far apart. Uh, on, as it may seem on the surface, I, I think that we agree about practically everything uh, except for maybe our tactics. It's, um, it's clear to me that we agree on most things and, and especially upon the, the, the ultimate solution. It's boiling down to how we market ourselves. And, and I'm not going to try to put any mask or distraction upon what I believe in, in order to help white people. That they're either going to accept the truth or, or they're going to die in the world. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I, I, and, I agree with you, Bill. I think it's just difference in, in tactics, really. So I think we're all after the same thing. You know, we're all, all agreed in, a, in our faith. It's just... Um, you know, which ways it's best to express that, I suppose, and bring others to it. It's not my place to sugarcoat anything, and and I hope I haven't. That because um, even though I would like to see Donald Trump win, it, it's not because I think it'll be at all beneficial to whites, except that the the non-whites will be so upset that perhaps more whites will wake up to the problem. And it'll keep the Wicked Witch from, from entering the White House, which we which is an idea we should all despise, that there's no doubt. It's going to be very good to see the looks on their faces, I think, on Tuesday or Wednesday. But if Hillary wins, I pray that the alt-right admit that there's no solution in politics, that there has to be something better than this. And there is. They just have to admit it. In which case, we win either way, don't we? Well, well, that's my point. I don't know how to wrap this program up. Maybe you and Ryan could do that, but I, I really thank you guys for being here, and I think this has been interesting, and and I hope it'll help some of our brethren. Yeah, I, I, I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think I, the only disagreement with. Um, Brother Ryan is just on the ways to achieve what what we want. I think, really, I think that that's all it is. Well, I I, I only campaign for Yahweh our God. I only campaign for He. He's the only lawgiver. It tells us that in James. He's the only lawgiver. I'm not going to campaign for any politician or any system. People are going to do what they're going to do. Do whatever you feel like your heart leads you to do, but in the end, it doesn't matter whether Trump becomes president. Even if he builds his wall and delivers all of his promises, in the end, there is no solution and no hope but in God and in our individual connection with God, and we have that relationship with our maker. There is no other solution than that for our people, period. Amen to that. Praise Yahweh. Thank you for Praise joining Yahweh. Me. Praise Yahweh. Thank you for having me.